is Clatu. Uh, this is Hacker Public Radio, and this is the uh, this is I guess part two of what is now a two-part series on creating an alternate identity for one's self. Um, pretty easy stuff. Last time we talked about the actual, probably the hardest part, the the actual um, creation of a fake identification uh, card. To recap on that, one of the best ways, best things that you can do is to become an out-of-state uh, person for your state, you know, so your ID and your school ID and all this other stuff is from out-of-state. One of, um, last time I talked a little bit about some of the handy stuff to have in your wallet to, to sort of support your alternate identity, like, you know, bus pass, college IDs, uh, state ID, uh, business cards, things like that, you know, whatever you can come up with, basically, and most of that stuff is really easy to make. Um, one of the other things that is easy to acquire and will help immensely for your fake identification is one of those um, gift gift cards. They're from Visa and MasterCard and maybe American Express. And um, they look, for all intents and purposes, like a normal credit card. Um, but the cool thing is that you can associate really any name with them that you so desire. Um, so if you're making purchases online and having things shipped somewhere, you can do it with this... Uh, this credit card, do this gift card, and uh, there's really no verification to be done. It's, it's, uh, you get to put in whatever information you want. Um, so if you're purchasing an internet site, for instance, and you're not too keen on the idea of having your actual information in the Whois search, then you can, um, you, when you're registering the site, you put in your other identity and uh, and pay with it uh, via a gift card and really there's no way to verify that kind of thing and of course that's exactly one of the ways that you can further support the existence of this other person that you are claiming to be you know an internet site on the interwebs have that have it registered to that person's name to whatever address you so choose um, uh, make purchases in that person's name uh, to kind of get that person's name out in the system, as it were. Now, the, uh, and that's sort of just online stuff, and 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 maybe luckily right now that's that's not it's not bulletproof. People don't necessarily take identity confirmation via the internet quite as as hard and fast as they will, for instance, an identity that is being able to be confirmed by, of course, the telephone company. Everything starts at the telephone company, right? Um, and it's true with identity as well. If you've got a telephone bill in a name that you claim as your own, for all intents and purposes, uh, that's it. You're, you're in. You're good to go. Like, if you take that bill to the library, 
or to uh, a school that you're signing up for classes at or um, you know just whatever requires identification confirmation um, your fake ID and a telephone bill that is pretty much gold to most people that that means that all that information is totally correct so um, the way to go about doing that is you just have to do it in person I know that like you know you, you get a new apartment and you call the phone company and you just do everything and it only takes like you know half an hour and it's miserable but it's fairly fast and you didn't have to leave your house can't really do that for this you have to go down to the telephone company and these places are usually hidden away off of the main bus line way out you know in like the worst part of town but you're gonna have to have to do that it's gonna be a nice little day trip for you so go down to the telephone company have your little ID with you and you have to just act like you're you know brand new to life like you just got out from school yesterday and you have to act like you don't have credit cards yet because you know you just got started or or maybe you just never really got into credit cards you know whatever or maybe you have bad credit and you just don't do it so you go in with cash and your ID card and you establish a phone account in that name and you pay in cash and you're probably gonna have to continue paying in cash uh, although these days it's a little bit easier to do the whole online payment thing and again you can pay with these magic gift cards that will enable you to you know pay without really associating any any name to it um, so that that's that's gonna help a lot if you get a phone record because the phone record automatically I mean you will start to get all kinds of wonderful junk mail from that you will start to get all kinds of spam phone calls uh, from that you will get um, uh, junk mail spam calls Oh, you will get um, you know the in, the interwebs will have that name and that you know that person now exists in you know they'll exist in whitepages.com they'll exist in um, you know all the all the the identity checking sites and stuff like that so that really kind of that helps establish the person's existence really really well a phone a phone bill um, and of course the phone company I mean they'll give you know you pay them in cash and they'll give you a bill it's, they're fine with that they will they will establish phone service for pretty much anyone because it's considered a you know an emergency kind of feature that you have to have uh, in your home so that's it's fairly simple to to establish that uh, let's see what else um that's one of the biggest things is the the phone company um, and just getting your name out in other utilities once it all kind of branches from the phone the phone bill literally I mean go to the library get a library card that's not a big deal but at least it's some you know it's just one of those things that will that will kind of establish you uh, as this as this name at this place um, if you uh, you, you know if, if you if you have the phone bill you can also probably get for instance um, an internet bill in in the, in that particular name. The difference mainly is typically I have found that it's just easier to do that kind of thing in person. There might be ways to do it online, like with a gift card and stuff like that. I don't, I never really looked into that, but doing it in person really helps uh, establish things. 
Now, having these kinds of proof of existence means that at some point farther down the line, the next time you apply for an apartment or something like that, sign a lease, you will you should be able to sign that lease in the name of your alternate identity. Because, again, just having that kind of proof to people usually means that it's just unquestionable. They, they take that stuff as good as gold. Um, the only thing you'll have to fake when you're getting an apartment is uh, credit checks. And that's a difficult one to to do sometimes because they are a lot of landlords are pretty serious about that. They want credit checks, they want to do the credit check themselves, etc, etc. Finding an apartment is a very stressful situation. It's very hard. Um, not fun, I know. But if you're in a situation where you know that the lease that you're in right now is about to expire and you're, you are kind of looking for a new place, um, then finding a landlord who either doesn't do credit checks or who will let you do your own credit check is a lot easier because you're not as stressed. And if you find someone who will let you do your own credit check, you can go to that one site, which I know I will not remember. I believe it is called Free Annual Credit Report dot net, I think. Something like that. It's a cheesy looking site. Darn, I don't remember what it is. Annual free annual annual credit check, whatever it is. It's um it doesn't require any kind of you know, you don't have to pay for it, you don't have to sign up for anything for it. It's it's supposedly something that our friends in the federal government are providing us so that we can keep track of our oh-so-important credit score and stuff like that. So you can go to that site and you, you can choose between all three big different, you know, credit checkers like the Experian, Equifax, uh, and the other one. And um, if you've ever had a credit check done by any of them before, it's probably a good idea to go to a different one because otherwise they'll they'll have you might have to sign in with your account information and stuff and I never remember what that stuff is so if you go to one that you haven't done before get the credit check you can take that credit check you know they, they'll they'll let you down they they print they, they'll let you print it so print it out to PDF and then just take the PDF into GIMP and do all kinds of rehashing of information and give that to the landlord and a lot of times that's all a landlord will need is a printed copy of something that says it's a credit check and if it's got all kinds of fake information that matches your other fake information it's pretty much as good as real information and so that works out pretty well for everyone other way to get around credit reports or credit checks is if you have to um, it's not a bad idea to, to, I mean, if possible, have all the money up front. And I mean all the money. Like, first month, security, and maybe even, like, second month, just for kicks. Um, if you can have that kind of money when you go to look for an apartment, um, a lot of times that will persuade the landlord to be less uh, hardcore on the credit checks. Uh, 
ask them if they'll forego the credit check if you've got all the money up front for the first, you know, two months in security deposit. Um, just tell them, you know, oh, I've got really bad credit. I just, but I'm I'm working my way out of it. You know, I I was young, I was stupid, but I'm I'm so much smarter now. But I just know my credit check is going to be terrible. You know that kind of deal. Just see what happens. Like I say, that's the hard. That's sort of the hardest one because typically when you're looking for an apartment, you're just really really stressed and you just want to get it over with and you just want to get an apartment. So you don't want to go screwing around with like trying to be turned down because you're freaking the landlord out by you know trying to evade all this sort of identity checking. Um, but if you are lucky enough to get a situation where they don't need that, then that's fantastic. Or if you can fake it, that's great. Um, and of course, having an apartment in the name of the identity whom you wish you wish to assume uh, is fantastic. I mean, that's that's uh, that's a really strong point as well. Um, again, you get you get to suddenly get all kinds of junk mail. You can. I would even sign up for some junk mail, just to really make sure the the name and the 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 place is being circulated, and it'll start popping up on all kinds of places. You know, you'll it'll it'll start be being pretty pretty solid. Um, the only thing you will not have from any of all this is you know a social security number, and um, I just don't find that social security numbers are really usually needed that much, so I would not. Um, I wouldn't worry about it too much. Uh, sometimes they are, um, and sometimes if you are choosing a name that's very close to your real name, uh, you can actually get away with it because a lot of times they don't cross-check security, social security number and the actual name. They just take the social security num number down. I think possibly mostly as a reference, um, sort of like that's your little number, that's your account number practically. So as long as you're giving consistent information, consistent fake information so that you know it and so that everyone else knows it a lot of times that kind of consistently fake information like I say is basically as good as true information or real information and really there's a strong argument that it is as good as real information because I'm not sure how many people have the business of knowing all of your personal information anyway so um, just having reference points is what what matters more so than being able to recite what the federal government has given to you as your identity or given to you as your number, you know, stuff like that. So there's there is that argument. I uh, hope this has helped. Um, have fun. Don't do anything uh, that'll get yourself into too much trouble. Um, and uh, good luck. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.